It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cup. You fill right in just perfectly. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> My friend Kira Cup is here filling in for Catherine Frady. Welcome, Kira. Hi, Frank. Welcome to the podcast, Ponderosa. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed seeing your fig trees in person for the first time. Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about in that regard, because I believe we've um, lured Kira to the uh, the dark side of figness, or actually, which to me is the bright side. Jesus loved yeah. a good fig, you know. Um, <laughs> it's in the Bible. He cursed the, cursed the barren fig tree, and it just died on the spot. That's true. So <laughs> anyway, um, we would appreciate you guys uh, watching, liking, sharing, and uh, subscribing, telling your friends about us, How you, whether you find us on YouTube, and of course, click that subscribe button. And if you'd like to, ring the bell for notifications. <laughs> Smash that button, as Catherine would say. Uh, or you can uh, not look at us and listen on any of the major podcast apps, um, including Audible and Apple and Google and... Um, Amazon and Stitcher, yeah, the thing, iHeartRadio. And we hope that you would be so inclined to want to touch the same type of mug the Kira Cup touched. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is not, I mean, if her name were Kira Mug, I need to get some cups. My name is Kira Cup. (laughs) And you're holding a cup. So, fantastic. Uh, These are available on our website, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store. And you were looking around, you saw some of the other merch that I've got around the house. I did. You've got this super cool little canvas thing. You've mm-hmm. got a beach towel. <laughs> You've got... Is that a hoodie? That's a hoodie over You've there. Hoodie. It's Jerry's hoodie over there. You have a corpse of a turtle. Well, you don't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's a, here's a fun fact, because I'm a Mr. Annoying fun fact. Corpse refers to a human dead body. Carcass refers to a dead animal. So is that like in Alice in Wonderland when they say a, a carcass race? Does that have to do with the dead animals? I guess it does. It has to. It must. Yeah, so like when I work with Dr. Bass, he's talking about corpses. But if you're a taxidermist or some other thing, you would deal with carcasses. That's a a distinction to know whether we're talking about a person's body or an animal's body. I did not know that. I know. That's why it's a fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) So, Kira, um, I saw your your Instagram story yesterday, and it was so exciting because you said you were on the way over to to make an episode. And I really am quite convinced that you're correct. The last time we saw each other was July of 2020. And it's 2022 now. That's, That's weird to think about. You're so old. I know. I'll be I'll be a whole quarter in July. A whole quarter. Well, congratulations! Frankly. I know you're young, Thanks. but I mean that's pretty amazing. Feels weird. <laughs> well, that's so. Two years almost have gone by, and I have to tell you quickly that um, when we last saw each other, we we were in the studio and we did a show, and this is over in Pigeon Forge. And we had done been doing that for about about a year, maybe a little more. Yeah, I think so. So we had a fun time going. And uh, Artie Rocket, my grandson Artie Rocket, had come to visit Pigeon Forge, and he w- loved going to the TV studio, as you know. Oh yeah, I love Artie. He's a sweetheart. He always had something fun to say. <laughs> so um, we the circumstances arise that Art, my mother, took ill and died. So we were had to go to. Uh, a Northern Virginian, so Artie's vacation is cut short, and we have to zoom up there, and, and we get to be with my mom and for her last week, and then she passes, and then we have the funeral and all the things. And in the course of that, 
um, you moved on, and the show that we had got canceled because they didn't want me without you, <laughs> as it turns out. <laughs> so you were the star of the show, though. But <laughs> when you left, when you left, they told me to stop coming in. So I had to tell Artie this, right? Or I did tell Artie this. He was asking about it, and he screamed, "Worst day ever!" <laughs> he was so upset that. Uh, I wasn't going to be doing the Frank and Kira show anymore. So um, now time elapses. His birthday was the other day. Turned eight years old. And we're talking to him on FaceTime. I said, Artie, guess what? Um, Kira is coming over to be on the Frank and Friends show. Kira! (laughs) (laughs) That is too cute. (laughs) Now, in fairness... He also has a crush on Catherine Frady mm-hmm. because when um, we're driving somewhere and maybe Megan will call, my daughter Megan will call and put Artie on the phone and he'll be like, you know, whatever. And then when he hears Catherine's on the phone, it's like, oh, oh, oh well, uh, and he just wants to get, then it's showtime and he's on and he wants to tell his jokes. That is too cute. <laughs> so he was, um, still is enamored with you. So yeah. you can look, look him deep in the eye and say, hi, Artie. I miss you, buddy. <laughs> I can't believe he still remembers me after two years, because he was really young back then. Well, yeah, he's eight now. Um, I think it's just he really liked... I mean, he's an egotist like me. So he, <laughs> Thanks after his grandfather. He really enjoyed. And now, and now he's getting to the point where he's less and less like me, because he's got so many more brothers and sisters than I ever had. You know, I had two sisters, and they were just the three of us. He has two brothers and now almost two sisters. So there's five of them. Megan's number five is due um, soon. So the score will be three boys versus two girls. And so, but that changes the dynamic, you know. So he's a lot more, you know, rough and tumble and um, needs to vie for attention a little more than I had to when I was his age because, you know, there wasn't as many people. So, um, but yeah, he absolutely remembers you. And uh, he's looking forward to coming back down to Tennessee again. Uh, this summer, and we'll probably take him around and do some Seymour Smokies adventures and Aww. that kind of thing. So maybe we can uh, surprise him and have you meet him up, meet up somewhere, and see what he says. I would love that. I would love <laughs> to see him again. That'd be great. <laughs> He's a sweetheart. So my last two years have been basically, I had uh, that job which I lost. I had another job which I lost. Had <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for causing you to lose your job, Frank. <laughs> well. Uh, but then there was another uh, radio job that went away, and that was had nothing to do. In fact, I think the radio station kept me on longer because my mother passed. They were, I think, they were getting ready to make the cuts, and like, oh, we can't, we have to wait, we have to wait a couple of months. <laughs> so they waited a couple of months, and then they changed the format and they, everything. They got rid of, you know, not just me, but a whole bunch of people. And um, so I've tried to bounce back. You know, I found a part-time job at another station, 104.9 Lake FM. I'm bouncing back by doing more PBS shows, which you probably know about. We'll get to talk about that later. Um, and other ways that I'm, you know, it's, it's, so it's, that's the thing. I mean, what else are you going to do in this situation? Now, how about you? Because last I heard from you, I didn't even know what you were going to do. You were going to make videos, which I guess... How do I not know? I follow her on on all the social medias. I know exactly what she's doing. Yeah. Well, um, when I left the show, I was kind of scared. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I thought, okay, I'm out of college. I'm out of high school. Nobody's telling me what to do anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you're, what, at that point, 23? 23, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's the perfect time to make a break and take a leap. 
you know, because I'm uh, 23 is when I, I made a leap and started into other types of, of radio careers and things like that. So I'm, I'm with you on this. Mm-hmm. It's good timing, it must, but it's still terrifying. It is. And then I also had some life changes that happen and different things. So like life was just feeling kind of scary and rocky financially and just trying to figure out like how the future was going to go for myself. But yeah. then um, I took a photo of my sister's dog, Bronx, on a couch. <laughs> my out. mother was from the Bronx. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Bronx looks like he could be from the Bronx. He's very muscular. <laughs> like, I've never seen a dog more muscular. Well, it's so weird that I have another friend who's a photographer, and her dog is named Bronx also. Really? That's just a weird coincidence. That is a weird coincidence. I know. Yeah, but he, he's a cutie pie. What kind of dog? Um, I think he's Pitbull mix. Okay, I guess that's, that's very Bronxy. Yeah. It is, yeah. All right. He's so you took a picture of Bronx. Yes. It was out in like the leafy fall um, kind of a scenery. It was really beautiful. And I posted the photo. I was really proud of it. And I had been doing photography on the side and video, but not yeah, a whole lot. Yeah. One of the promotions we did at the old job was we uh, were trying to do senior portraits for kids who didn't get any because of the pandemic. Yeah. So we set up all your equipment out on the veranda and people came by and had their picture made. Yes. Yeah. And that was fun. And then, um, so for this one of Bronx, like I posted the photo, was excited about it, didn't expect anything from it, but I knew it was a a beautiful photo. Well, two different people contacted me Yeah. from different jobs and they asked me, hey. Aren't you afraid of that dog? (laughs) No, (laughs) No. that's not what they asked. (laughs) That's not what they asked, (laughs) no. (laughs) Be careful, that's a pit bull or something. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, they actually messaged me wanting to know if I wanted to apply to where they worked at. Oh. As a photographer. So, oh, wow. All right. Yeah. So I applied to both of them. One of them I never heard back from. And the other one I did hear back from. And I thought, okay, this is like my dream job. I hope I can get this. So I did. I ended up doing five different interviews. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Between November and January. And I also did some work for them and stuff so they could see my work. How yeah. I work with their products and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. So you're really far down the path. You think you've got this. I was like, I definitely have this. Now I just need to start waking up earlier and get used to that routine. (laughs) So uh, then I ended up getting an email saying that they had some budget cuts due to inflation and Uh, they weren't able to offer me that position anymore. At least they told you. Yeah. Because a lot of places just ghost you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I quit acting because I used to get ghosted a lot. Oh, really? Yes. Because so, you get what? So they think you audition or they ask you for your headshot and then you never hear from them again. Yeah, like you'd have to drop what you were doing. I even flew back from New York on a vacation one time just to do an audition for something and I never heard back from them after. But you, but you were on Hulu. For a, a second. <laughs> Explain that. So there's a crime show on Hulu and my sister and I signed up to be extras on it. Yeah. And... Um, I even had like a speaking part and everything. Then I go there. The director was really hateful. Was it originally on Hulu or did they just run the reruns on Hulu? It was reruns on Hulu. All right. So it was like one of those murder reenactment shows. Yes. That's one thing that my friends outside of Knoxville can't grasp is how so, so, so many of those murder reenactment shows like Snapped and Killer Couples and Lieutenant Somebody, Tenda, Denda, Renda, all these shows are filmed in East Tennessee, and when you're in the community, meaning that, you know, I'm um, in an improv troupe, and I'm occasionally in some of those little film festival movies, and all the folks we know 
are the dead bodies and are the talking heads <laughs> are the dead and are the witnesses? <laughs> You're not wrong. Like that's what I wasn't a dead body. No, but you, if you had done enough of the shows, you eventually would be. I would have, yeah. Because they, they put out these. They have a casting page where they put up pictures of the people, the dead people, and and the, usually the criminals and the victims, and they want actors who physically resemble them. Yeah, you don't even have to have experience. They right. let anybody do it. So, <laughs> well, if you have the physical look, yeah. you know, and and also you know how to submit. So that means you probably have some some knowledge of how to submit. But yeah. they put this picture up of a guy who, let's say, a guy who r- roughly looks like me with the black bar across the eyes, and you think, well, I unfortunately looks like me. Uh, I should send that my picture. <laughs> I did one time. You did. Because it was a guy, I really thought he looked like me. In fact, a couple of Facebook friends had sent me the posting. That's how much this dead guy or whoever it was, maybe he was the murdering husband, I don't know who he was. That's how much he resembled me. And I, it was a little uh, reality check on my part. I'm like, I'm not that fa- Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are not. Well, as, as, as the guy in the picture I was. Uh, so... <laughs> So you found your twin. So, but I didn't get it. I didn't get it. They found somebody Aww. else. So not anybody can just do it. But you yeah. were in it, and you've given that up now because, I mean, why does it pay? Sometimes twenty five, sometimes seventy five dollars a day. Mostly nothing a day. Well, Jupiter, that one company. Yeah, it, they've changed their you. name twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they'll pay you, but a lot of the stuff I've done over the years. Was completely free. I actually had to buy stuff just to be in it, like certain outfits, different things that they needed. So it was like losing money for something that I felt like I was constantly having to prove myself for. Like I was never good enough for anybody. You're talking about like the film festival circuit? Yes. Okay, I was in, I know what you mean, because I did a, uh, a film festival film last year. And I was just the, really basically me. I was a news anchor, but I, they wanted a sports anchor. But they wanted it really, you know, corny and yucky. And, oh, would you look at that? Oh, no, what a low blow. And I kind of exaggerated a bit. But, yeah, I had to wear my own clothes, do my own makeup, and show up um, to play, my, in effect, myself. But I got, then I got to go to the movie theater and see me in a seven-minute film. I, I loved it. Yeah. But it didn't – I was in it for – you know, how many, I mean, I maybe spent an hour filming it. Right. Like, <laughs> I had such a small part. Yeah, like, I mean, it is fun to see yourself on the big screen because... But those things, you're totally free. You don't, you, it's all volunteer. Right. Like, there's no benefits. Sometimes they have food there for you, but yeah. as a vegan... Don't, don't count up. <laughs> <laughs> not always. <laughs> Would you like a vegetable? I can probably go rustle something up. Really? <laughs> episode we did with the vegetables where we had to eat random vegetables yes that was all you're doing wasn't it it was so we did this show where we just i mean they they gave us that's probably they gave us a lot of creative freedom on this show yeah. and then they got mad at us because we had so much creative freedom <laughs> a little too much freedom they're like you're not talking about the clients enough i'm like what who are the clients what are we? so we were doing this show and we one day we didn't have any guests or anything so kira brought in a bunch of vegetables and dared me to just bite them, um, right? Stem first. Yeah, well, yeah. It was, a, so it was a hot pepper, maybe, or a onion, a tomato, just things that you wouldn't normally eat, like an apple. And that was the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and you, I shocked you by actually doing it. Yeah, like I. So I think we had some people commenting because it was a live show. Yeah. And someone said, "I dare Frank to eat the jalapeno stem first. And that, oh, that's what it was, because you guys didn't realize 
that I was accustomed to eating jalapenos. No. Because I'm why it doesn't normally come up in conversation. You guys didn't know that when I go to Waffle House and I get the Fiesta omelet, that thing will burn your mouth. It's they put some hot jalapenos in there. But I'm I'm okay with that and I knew I was ready for it. Um so we have this a couple of these jalapenos. I go ahead and chew on one, knowing that it's going to be hot. I'm prepared to just power through it. And you and the other people who are on the on the table, because we brought in other folks from the the company, and actually, I guess Melanie from uh, was it Melanie from Anakista was there. Anakista, yeah. yeah. So they're they're all standing around, and I'm like chewing on this jalapeno, and they're like. Well, obviously, we didn't get hot enough jalapenos. He's supposed to be crying. He's supposed to be gasping for air at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. Here, why don't you take one? <laughs> yeah, I was prepared to laugh like crazy at him, like to see that like him start sweating or something. But nope. None the of joke that. was on them because <laughs> when they bit the jalapeno, they couldn't even talk. No, <laughs> it was miserable. <laughs> How did you bite this? <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so we need to talk about you bouncing back. You didn't oh, okay. get that job, and I want to hear more, because one of the ways you've bounced back, and we're going to have this episode, is actually sponsored by Kira's company. You, you have your own LLC, you're a businesswoman, and it's called Nothing Rhymes with Orange. So let's hear about it. Okay, so um, I have been running Nothing Rhymes with Orange just on the side for a couple of years. This is your photography or videography business, or yes. both? Both. So okay. I do photos of like families, portraits, seniors. Dogs um, named Bronx. Dogs named Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I even do um, corporate type stuff for lawyers. For I just like, did some oh, like, like head, headshots or headshots and um, commercials. What was the winery videos. shoot? The winery. So this one was I did product shots like nice. with a white background. Ah, sweet. Yeah, and then also like in the actual facility. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they can use that on social, or they can use that on yeah. uh, their mark, you know, printed marketing campaigns, whatever they were going to do, like Definitely. brochures and the website. Websites are a big thing that people. Want. Oh yeah! So if you need photos for your website, uh, contact Kira and have her be your photographer. Yes, and like my big thing is making people look and feel good. So when somebody has their photos done, it can be like a very vulnerable moment because mm-hmm. a lot of people have little insecurities about themselves. I have insecurities myself, so like I want people to feel like they can be themselves. I want them to be open with me about what their insecurities are, yeah. and I want to help work with that. But one thing that sets you apart, and I've seen you post about this on um, on your social, is your videography. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know I have so many friends who are fantastic photographers, but I only know um, a handful of videographers because that's a, a different skill set. It is. Well, I mean, it's related, but there's something extra about it. Yeah, so I went to school for video production All at right. Pellissippi, and I do a lot of wedding films. So, like... So, normally, let's say they'll hire a photographer and you as the videographer? Yes. Okay. And given the choice, which would you pick? Videographer, All every right. time. So, number one, videography. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, but, like, when I didn't get that job before, yeah. I thought, what am I going to do now? Because I don't... Doing this on the side isn't bringing in enough to pay my bills. Like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? But it's like almost, almost exactly after I found out that I wasn't going to get that job, that dream job, the as dream a job. as a videographer, right? Yeah, oh, photographer oh, for okay. that one. All right. But <laughs> um, I found out I wasn't going to get it, so I started getting a flood 
an actual flood of emails every single day. For Must like, have been February. That's when it floods in Pigeon Forge. It actually was <laughs> in February. And I, I meant that as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened. All right. <laughs> but I ended up booking 14 weddings in just three weeks. Wow. So how do we contact Nothing Rhymes with Orange, LLC? Yeah, so you can go to my website. It's nothingrhymeswithorange.net. And then you can look at my portfolio for video and photo. And then you can also go to the contact section and send an email over to me. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. All right, great. All right, well, so this episode brought to you by Nothing Rhymes with Orange. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a nice thing to do. Yeah, thank you, So, <laughs> But we also want to hear, you know, so you bounced back, you started this business, and it's been keeping you hopping. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, it feels like I'm out doing something almost every day now. Mm-hmm. I'm always editing. Uh, I, it's just such a blessing because I've never, I never thought I'd get to have this. Well, you said you were thinking when you got the, uh, the you didn't get the job, but you were getting ready to maybe get that that quote unquote dream job, which turned out to be a nightmare because it didn't, you didn't get it. Yeah. Um, you talking about getting up early and starting your day off right. You had to get into a different mindset. Yep, and I have to do that now too, like with my own company. So what do you do? So I do have to get up. Early, I try to get up around six thirty or seven. Oh my gosh! Is that why you texted me so early this morning? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, am I, I got this text from what time it was? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I better get ready. <laughs> yeah. So I've been since then running around doing all my little business. You have okay. Well, you've, you've done great. You're ready. You're here. I was. I was. I was prepared. I, I knocked out the radio show. <laughs> I set the table, cleaned up, uh, scrubbed the bathroom. <laughs> And I got here like 10 minutes early. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, but anyway, so what do you, so you're, you've got a routine though, discipline that you were talking about. Yeah. So um, in the morning when I get up, I make my bed every single morning. I'm actually really proud of this. I have a streak since a little bit before the beginning of the year. Wait, so you're like one of those people on Facebook, you know, where the Admiral Halsey or whomever it was says, make your bed to change the world. Yeah. Right? But you're saying it's true. It is true. It's 100% true because it doesn't make you feel like a slob. And it's a great way for you to get one extra win in before you start your day. (laughs) So that's your way. Okay. So you can say, I'm I'm ahead. I've got one point, Kira. Mm -hmm. And now we're about to go downstairs and move on with the next part of it. And I've got it down to where it takes me less than a minute to make the bed. That's all? Well, I have a twin-size bed. Uh It was my great-grandmother. She left it to me when she passed. Yeah. And I've been sleeping in it ever since, and I can't bring myself to get a bigger bed. Well, I mean, mean, there's some advantages I can see. (laughs) Speaking of discipline. Yeah. (laughs) Well, good for you. Thanks. I don't even know where you live anymore, because what part of town you're in? You don't have to tell me. It's okay. I'm in Coryton. Oh, still? Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's where you're, that's Gibbstown country, it right? It is. Gibbs High School right over here, like uh, like Kenny Chesney. And Morgan Wallen. Oh, wow. He's there, too? He went there, yeah. Actually, um... I didn't know that. I met him. Yeah? Yeah. A long time ago. Was he, um, <laughs> in, in their high school at the same time as you? No, he graduated before I did. Okay. But yeah. maybe in your sister's class or somebody else's? Yes. Oh, wow. How about that? Yeah. All these country music stars from around here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, excellent. All right. So that's your, that's your discipline. I have another little story to tell you before we wrap up about someone whom we would know because of our old Pigeon Forge show. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people, if you really want to get down to it, that um, 
we are familiar with, and I, some of these other folks that I've talked to over the time, remember Catherine Frady is a great example of that. When I told Catherine, as you saw on the episode, that you'd be filling in, she's like, oh yeah, I know her, because Catherine was one of the celebrities that we had and interviewed uh, on the old uh, Pigeon Forge show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of our most loyal viewers, uh, Renee, who uh, I believe goes by Katya in the comments, uh, commented on the last video where I said that Kira's coming in, and we're going to also, I hope to have um, maybe Becca James and Jessica Brackeen. And, um, I've got a lot of shows to fill, so as many times as you can come back, you're welcome to come back. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want to put the whole burden on you, so I thought I'd, I'd split it up between yeah, a few of the friends of Frank and Friends. But anyway, Renee was so sweet, she put, yay, Kira, in the comments. Aww. On that, I thought it was really here. I'll, I'll show you. Hi, Renee. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. So I think that's because um, yeah, she had that in. Let's see. He's looking up the comment. Well, I thought I'd, I'd try to show you. Um, yay, Kira! She put. Oh, that's see? so sweet. Isn't that nice? Yeah, that made my day. <laughs> Somebody remembers me. <laughs> well, it's lovely. So another person who we met over there was an author named Elise Bruce. And um, we had her on for an interview segment. So sometimes the way we did those, I, you know, sometimes we'd have the guest come and sit with us on the table, on the big table. And other times we would uh, have a, like have one day where just it was guest after guest after guest. And I would pre-record those. I don't think you even came in on those days, did you? I did sometimes. I was usually editing like the graphics. And oh, that's stuff. right. You because you worked there. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know the day where I would be. I just would sit there at the table and I'd be like, next. Yep. <laughs> and they would have me interview five people back to back to back to back to back. It was a lot. <laughs> so that um, we could then show those the following week on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, one of those days, Elise came in and she was talking about the uh, character that she created called Missy Barrett. And Elise is a mystery to me. I don't know much about her because on social media, she's Missy Barrett. And she's talking about, oh, my mom told me about this cool thing going on at Pigeon Forge. And her mom is Elise, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, my mom's going to do this fun thing and you should go do it. Oh, my mom went to this restaurant. And um, Elise made some mention of, oh, I should make a reference to uh, Missy Barrett should come, you know, be on your show in Pigeon Forge, or maybe you and Kira would be out filming on location or some other thing. So she had this whole idea to incorporate that into a Missy Barrett book. Really? <clears throat> I know. So, like, we're in? Well, I got bad news for you. Aw, uh, man, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> That was, <laughs> I got bad news for it. I called, I had to contact, she followed up with me like a, a year later and said, just checking, you know, I'm, I'm a little further along with the book and I'm checking in to see, you know, are you still working here, here, and here? I'm like, no, yes, no. Um, <laughs> to, I had to say, I'm not work. I'm still, I'm off this station. I'm not, I'm not doing the Pigeon Forge show. I'm trying to start up a new thing, my own podcast and blah, blah, blah. And I've got this. So I sent her, basically, I just sent her my updated bio um, and didn't think about it again until just a couple of weeks ago, um, I get, she sends me this PDF file and it says, here's your chapter. (gasps) And in it, Missy Barrett goes to, uh, I believe goes to the island in Pigeon Forge, or has been to the island and has seen 
Frank Murphy of the Frank and Friends show, who don't you know also uh, has a uh, interview show on PBS called Up Close with Frank Murphy. <laughs> How original. <laughs> well, the show was already called Up Close when I... That's how we get back to that in a minute. <laughs> but anyway, so Missy writes all this into the chapter. And I'm, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm excited about it. That is so cool, Frank. So she says, um, you know, if you wanted, you could come over to the library in Pigeon Forge or Sevierville. I have to look up and see which one I'm going to. Um, and read your chapter out loud at the book launch. What? So I said, of course I'll do that. So on Thursday, the 28th of April, April 28th, at the King Family Library, which I think is like the main one in Sevierville. Um, part of the Missy Barrett stamp and sticker search after a two-year absence due to the uh, lockdown and everything. This event is back. So there's a, a game you play during May where you go around and get stickers and stamps at different businesses. That's cool. In Pigeon Forge. And it encourages kids to read, and it's a fun book. So they have a couple of events on Wednesday the 27th at the Pigeon Forge Library at noon, and the Williams Family Library in Seymour at 3. Um, but I have something else that day, so I'm going to go on Thursday the 28th at 3 p.m. to the King Family Library um, in Sevierville, and I'm going to read my chapter. That is so cool. Like, you're officially official by being in a book. And this one is better, because I think the other books I've been in, I'm in Adam Carolla's book. I think I've told you that before. He he, so. he, he made me the bad guy. <laughs> you're the villain. But now you're the sweet little co-host. <laughs> if only people knew. I'm just kidding. Well, you would know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I must have done something okay. Otherwise, you would have ghosted me. And then you wouldn't right. Have, you know, you responded. I did. I yeah. was like, of course I'll be on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. So so that was to me is exciting that, that we have that connection from uh, this this Missy Barrett yeah. um, coming up. All right, let's see how we do it on time, because I know I want you to come back for the next episode also. Yeah, this is a good point where we can uh, we can break this one, and uh, maybe in the next one we talk a little bit about uh, your plans for Easter okay. um, or any other thing we can uh, we can chat about, because I'm delighted that you're going to be with us for uh, for two shows. I'm excited to come back. Yeah, thank you. All right, well, if you are excited about audio entertainment like this and you want to listen on Audible, well, go ahead. But I also recommend that you uh, try Audible, try a subscription. You can get a free 30-day trial of Audible when you go to audibletrial.com slash show. And Kara, during this 30-day period, it's like you're a regular member. You get a credit like you would every month, but you get a credit during that free 30-day trial. And that means that's a download credit for you to keep something from Audible forever. You literally download it onto your computer, and it's now your file, and you can do whatever you want with it. Um, they are so convinced that you'll do that and enjoy it that you're going to stick around and then start subscribing from that point forward because whether it's audiobooks or podcasts or original audio entertainment, um, you can listen to it in your car, in your house, on your computer, on all of the different devices. You know, you just dial up your Audible account and it remembers where you are. You, you have an electronic bookmark, if you will. That is really cool. So whether you're listening on your iPhone app or whether you're listening on your Fire tablet or your Amazon Echo Alexa thing, you know, because Amazon owns Audible. Oh, okay. So that makes it especially easy to work with. But it doesn't matter. You can, you can listen to it on your iPhone with the app. Anything. Whatever it is you've got that plays Audible, um, it syncs up. Perfect. Across Thanks. devices. 
So maybe you could do some ASMR for people on there too. I'm sure that somehow <laughs> you could probably. That stuff creeps me out. Can you explain. I'm, I've never mentioned it on the show, but my friend Bean has talked about it on his podcast and played samples of it. I, do pe- why? I'll give you some examples. Oh. <laughs> 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 That cringe, that make you cringe too it much. It makes me right? cringe. You know what, Kara? It makes me cringe like the guy who used to email us on our old show and ask to see pictures of your feet. That also yeah. creeped me out. That, it creeped me out too. <laughs> it still happens sometimes. Because <laughs> I'm not it. I'm like, why? Why? Why do you want to hear her talk like that? Why do you? <laughs> People are weird. Yes, they are. They're right. Well, um, absolute delight. Get our merch when you go to Frank and Friends show dot com slash store and uh, check out the mugs check out the pint glasses uh it's t-shirt weather we have bucket hats Ooh, that'd be nice for the I, beach i think you need a bucket hat i, I think I, I think so i need to get my uh roots done and that'd be great to like hide <laughs> hide them <laughs> i don't know anybody who wears bucket hats but i'm told that they're in this year i've seen them a lot okay well then we need to get you a frank and friends uh, bucket hat so okay. you can probably uh, parade around on that uh, most of all though we want you to subscribe on youtube because your subscriptions are money eventually not yet but once we get to a thousand you know that's a that's a benchmark you know we're getting closer i think we're at like 626 maybe a little higher 666 no no i'm not there yet <laughs> We need to blow right past that one. So we need to push push on <laughs> well past that one um, and get us up into the, you know, thousands because then, you know, YouTube starts sending us pennies just because you're watching. And you can do that by uh, sharing the link with your friends. And when you're watching on through Facebook, go ahead and exit Facebook. Go to open app. Go to YouTube. Log into YouTube and subscribe because um, that would really super-duper help us, uh, whether you're listening to the audio version and subscribe, or especially YouTube. Thank you so much for that. Kira, cheers to you. Cheers. Thank you, We'll see you next time uh, on the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cuff. Thanks for watching and or listening and or subscribing. We'll talk to you next time.